0: Is this the 90s or is this the year 2020? I just don't know anymore. Tupac has a top 100 song on iTunes charts. I'm going to break it down for you guys. Let's get it. Alright guys, so I know you guys have been watching all this chaos all over Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, you name it. Been seeing all these riots all over. And I don't want this video to be so much about the riots and the George Floyd situation. Because I don't feel like that's my place to make a video on that type of subject. However, when I was looking for some Tupac news, I came across this tweet on Twitter saying that Tupac is back on the iTunes charts for the first time in over a decade. So we're on iTunescharts.net and it says winner and losers. Highest new entry, Tupac changes at number 76. So now I've been keeping an eye on the actual stats of this song. So it jumped from 76 all the way to 29 one day. All right, so we got it here. Tupac changes featuring talent, new entry. So for the chart stats, it was released October 13th, 1998. June 2nd, 2020 marks the debut of the song On the Top 100 on iTunes. Highest position is 29 as of June 3rd, 2020. Days on the chart is 3. Now when we break down the categories, it's actually in the top 40 hip-hop songs in the United States as of today on iTunes. Now on this chart, has reached number 4, passing 6ix9ine's Gooba, Roddy Ricch's Box, Post Malone's Circles, as well as Drake's Tootsie Slide. Also, when you check out the top albums in terms of sales and streaming on iTunes, Tupac's greatest hits albums from 1998 is now number seven. So as a big Tupac fan, this is so amazing to see because Tupac hasn't had an album, you know, with unreleased content since the year 2006. He had the greatest hits, obviously in 98, which this song appeared on. He had the best of Tupac, which came out around 2007, 2008, which this song was also featured on there as well. However, Tupac has so many unreleased songs still left and they still haven't put out a new album. They missed the opportunity of releasing that album with the Coachella hologram. And they also missed the opportunity of releasing a new album with that Tupac movie that came out a couple years ago. However, seeing this song changes at number four, passing 6ix9ine and Drake, is still mind-blowing and just shows how much we need Tupac still 24 years later. And I don't want this video to be so much about breaking down george floyd and the whole situation because i don't feel like that's my place because i'm not african-american i'm hispanic and even though i have been victim of prejudices and racial profiling by police as well i don't necessarily think it's my place to give my overall opinion on that matter so now let's just actually just break down the song and then i'll give you my opinion on what i think should happen going forward so on Wikipedia here, we got Changes is a hip-hop song by Tupac featuring talent. The song makes references to the war on drugs, the treatment of black people, racism, poverty, as well as the vicious cycle value system in urban African-American culture and the difficulties of life in the ghetto. The song was originally recorded during his tenure at Interscope Records in 1992, and it was produced by Big D, impossible Dion Evans. Changes to the song was later remixed. The song reuses lines from I Wonder If Haven't Got Ghetto, which was recorded that same year, but however, it's a totally different recording. The song samples the 1986 hit, The Way It Is, by Bruce Hornsby and The Range. The chorus of The Way It Is was re-sung by talent and was used for this song. And the reason as to why Tupac reused lines from I Wonder If Haven't Got Ghetto and Changes is because he always wanted to make an updated version of several songs that he recorded years prior. Some songs got rejected, so he had to rehash stuff and make new versions. Just because it's unreleased doesn't mean it wasn't good enough. Maybe the beat was lacking. Maybe it didn't fit the theme. So reciting those lines over a new beat could give it more of a reasoning or potential chance for it to be released. So a little overview of the song. The song was a number one hit in Norway, Netherlands and reached the top 10 in the single charts of several countries, including number three in the United Kingdom, which gained Tupac a broader audience. The song was released after Tupac's passing, which came out in 1998. The song talks about different issues that were related to Tupac's era of influence, notably racism, police brutality, drugs, and gang violence. The Huey that Tupac mentions in the song, Two Shots in the Dark Now Huey's Dead, is Huey P. Newton, founder of the Black Panther Party. The song refers to the possibility of a black president of the United States claiming we ain't ready. Further on, the last verse of the song refers to Tupac imagining himself being shot to death, mimicking the sound of the gun with the phrase rat-a-tat-tat-tat-tat. Changes was nominated for Best Solo Performance at the Grammy Awards in 2000 and remains the only posthumous song to be nominated in this category. It was also nominated at the MTV Video Music Awards for Best Editing in a Video and Best Rap Video in 1999. And a cool fact about this song, around the year 2009, the song Changes was included in a part of the Vatican's official MySpace music playlist. If you guys don't know what MySpace is, because you're new school, it was pretty much Facebook before Facebook. Among the selections that were included with Tupac's Changes was Mozart, The Muse, Damon Shirley, Basie, and the song was played more than 4.6 million times on the website at that time. So a breakdown of the song. Way back in 92, Tupac was recording his album Troublesome 21, which never saw the light of day. Director labels deemed that album too controversial. Some songs were scattered on Tupac's posthumous albums Are You Still Down and Loyal to the Game? Find tracks like 16 on Death Row, Let Them Things Go, I Wonder If Heaven Got a Ghetto, and some other tracks that were meant for this album that later got remixed and rehashed. So during this time, Tubacle was having a lot of controversy with the Vice President, Dan Coyle, who had his album, Tupac now his debut album, ripped off the shelves because somebody pretty much was listening to the Pox record, The Soldier Story, and shot a state trooper. And then Tupac got blamed for that type of violence and they said that his music was fueling that rage in that shooter's mind to go and do something like that. So Tupac was facing a lot of backlash from both political activist, the vice president as well as the record label and this was around the time that the fuck the police song was out there and still was a mainstay song in most households that everyone knew that was a hip-hop head and that song was very controversial as well so when Tupac was doing his album Troublesome 21 he had many songs on there still don't give a fuck don't call me bitch ghetto gospel and all these songs either Tupac scrapped himself because he was coming up with other ideas for the tracklist or the record label just totally rejected. I believe Changes was one of those songs that maybe got lost in the shuffle there. Maybe he didn't describe it himself, but the record label said, no, we can't have this album, so then Tupac had to re-record, and he made I Wonder If Heaven Got Ghetto. However, in 1998, the song actually came out on his Greatest Hits album. The song is very much the same as the original. However, it's a totally reproduced beat, has a new singer. The original is much grittier and samples the same Bruce Hornsby song that you hear in the remix version, and the video version, that we all love and adore. But the original was much grittier, like I was saying, had a lot more samples in the hook, had a different singer, and Tubak also references the year 1992 in that song as well. Now, for me, I'm a big fan of the originals. I feel like a lot of Tubak's songs that came out after his passing, not including the Machiavelli album, because Tubak oversaw that whole album, a lot of tracks on Are You Still Down were great, a lot of tracks on Still I Rise were great. I feel like a lot of songs after his passing was remixed and really remixed like shit. It took the passion, it took the love out of the songs, and it really wasn't the way Tupac intended you to hear it. However, Changes is one of those songs that was remixed, so I can't really fault it for being a total remix because it had so many of the elements and so much of the foundation of the original song within it still in remix form. They took what was already established and they rebuffed it and modernized it, and that's why so many fans loved. The Still I Rise album, because a lot of songs on there were enhanced or tweaked, as well as the already still down album. But most songs on Until Then, End of Time, Better Days, Lord of the Game, mostly all those were remixed, as well as Pox Life. So my thing with this song, it's so amazing to see the younger generation getting into this song, because you see so many times that so many rappers out today, they say, well, Tupac wasn't a lyricist, or I'm better than Tupac, or they say that they never even heard a song by Tupac other than Dear Mama or something like that. It's not really the millennial generation. That generation is mostly from, I believe, 81, 1981 to around 1994. And for me, I'm a 1988 baby. And I feel like I'm more mature than people born around the year 1990 to 1994. And when you look at these videos online, you'll see it's more young kids, either around 16, 17, all the way through 24, 25, 26 years old. And that's Generation Z, the generation that grew up on mumble rappers and... Music by Lil Wayne and Soldier Boy. Now, I'm not dissing that type of rap, but a lot of people that like that type of rap, they don't really understand or are familiar with songs by Tupac and Biggie, other than they're mostly hit songs. So in the videos that you guys seen that I showed earlier, you know, you see a lot of people, they're actually rapping out the song. However, it's just great that Tupac's message is still getting out there, even though it's a very troublesome time right now. Now, do I feel like Tupac would be a big supporter of what's going on right now? I don't really know because I feel like a 21-year-old Tupac that was going through the LA riots, he definitely would be a big supporter of what's going on. And he would be trying to put a face to this whole movement as well. However, a 48-year-old Tupac or 49-year-old, I don't know how he would act. But it's still great that we can take from his music and we can use it in such a way that it can encourage us. It can bring us together. It can unite us. And I feel like we're totally missing that in today's generation. You know, we have the Drakes, we have the little Uzis, we have the little Pumps, we have the little Nas Xs, we have all the little Lil rappers, and we have Eminem. But I don't feel like these rappers out today. It's not anything to take away from Eminem or any other rapper out today. I just feel like they don't have the influence or the conscious style of rapping that appeals to a movement as such as what Nas and Tupac used to do. You don't really have the songs that make you think. You don't have the songs that are have such a story such as Changes, or Dear Mama, or Keep Your Head Up. All the songs out today are mostly just a cash grab, you know? Just a song with a cheesy hook over and over again, you know, that basically gets it stuck in your mind. You don't see rappers out there making political statements. You don't see rappers out there making songs that have a story, have an underlying theme to it. And maybe that's what the record labels want. The record labels don't really want conscious style rappers and rappers that have political standpoints and perspectives in their music because basically in the 90s it was pretty much hard for them to control what Tupac was saying what Biggie was saying what Nas was saying and I feel like they really had to basically reject a lot of songs and and you know rappers just didn't record songs for free back then their studio time producers had to be paid engineers some studios had to be rented out So for rappers to be recording songs that were going to be rejected by label, that's a loss of revenue for that record label. So I definitely feel like today record labels take the easy way out. They sign these artists that don't really have much of a political aspect to them or appeal to them, so they don't really have to worry about this mess that they had endured in the 90s. But it's crazy for me because, you know, we really needed Tupac in the 90s, but I feel like 2020, we need Tupac more than ever. Because he was the only rapper out there that could relate Any type of story, no matter if you're black, brown, white, he can make that story relate to you. Yeah, in one song he may, you know, say, I fucked your wife. One song he may say, I get around. Another song he may talk about, I wonder why they call you bitch. But then he has other songs that inspire you, that give you a message, that give you hope, that tell you to keep your head up, to look for better days. And the only really rappers I can see doing that today is still Nas, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar. But for me, Tupac's music is very timeless. And I don't feel like Kendrick Lamar has great lyrical songs, but I don't feel like they're as timeless as what Tupac's music is or was. And I don't really want the Tupac estate to jump the gun here, so to speak. You know, I I think that's a bad metaphor, but it is what it is. I don't want it to seem like a cash grab for them to do anything. And even though Tupac is so revered, I feel like more could be done to get his music out there, his message out there. But I don't want it to seem like they're capitalizing on the situation. But I feel like we need his message. We need his music more now than ever. So with this song being on the top 100, top 40. You know I think it would be great if the Tupac estate, Universal. Would dive into Tupac catalog. Maybe remaster his early Tupac List now album. And I don't mean that bullshit they put out a couple years ago. Calling it a remaster. When it was just them remastering already produced songs and mixed down songs. I mean mixing down the vocals and the individual instrumental layers once again. As well as the second album, Strictly. Because a lot of the songs, the mastering is totally shit and takes away from the overall production and style of the song. Because Tubox's vocals is very drowned out in most songs like Representing and Point the Finger. But you know, if TUBOX is passing Drake in 6ix9ine, that just shows how much we miss him, how much we love his music, how much his music is timeless because this song was a remix. And this song wasn't even meant for us to hear. If Tupac would have stayed alive, we would have never heard this song. Maybe he would have rehashed it in this type of situation, but it wouldn't be the exact version that we heard in 92 if he would have released it in 92 or the 98 version. But I'm so great that they remixed it because they modernized it and they made it timeless. It still sounds fresh and amazing today. And it gave it that death row type feel. Even though it was a young 21, 20 year old Tupac, he sounded like he was 25 in that song. So going forward, I wish the Tupac estate would see this. Not really capitalize on it, but do something to spread awareness. Put Tupac's message out there, and it could really help some people out there. Maybe release the original version of Tupac's Changes on the original beat with a new video. Maybe release the 1998 remix version of Changes with a lyric video on YouTube. Could also do a cartoon video. But like I said, I would love a new version of Tupac's Now with some bonus scrap songs. But I would really love if they would actually put out a whole new album containing songs from 1988 to 1991 and potentially some 1992 tracks. Because there's so many songs that he left behind, you could reuse Scare Straight, Resist His Temptation," Dopey's Diner, and bundle that with What You Won't Do For Love, which is a totally different song than Do For Love, Fade Away, which I think will be a great single released today where he talks about people selling out over tender love and club beats, funky freestyles, Days of a Criminal, thought you knew it ain't necessarily so no parts of this is another three verse solo track then you have a song called tears of a clown which is a great political song where tupac raps about malcolm X, martin luther king he talks about the constitution which is very similar to the song panther power in that regard and this song was probably deemed too controversial by his record labels to even be released in 91 on his debut album tupac List now but i feel like if they gave it a new beat put John Legend on there. It could be a smash hit. It could really give hope to people, give people a real understanding of what's going on in today's world, even though it's around 29 years later. So what do you guys think? Do you feel like we need another Tupac? Do you think there's another rapper out there that is like Tupac that could be the voice of this generation? Or do you think that we still need to cherish Tupac's message, put all his unreleased tracks out there because he has so many unreleased songs and they've just been pussyfooting around. It's just crazy to me. And I say that we need them now more than ever. Because we had the Jay-Z's. We have the Diddy's. We had the LeBron James. But we just don't have somebody to give us a type of understanding or type of blueprint or end goal here of how we can rectify the situation and fix it. But throughout all this chaos, you know, every five years it comes and goes. We go through the same problem over and over again. But hopefully we can get on the right track. I feel your guys pain here. You know, I don't feel like a police officer should be above the law. And it just seems like police officers can get away with anything and abuse their power. And they basically feel superior and heated a moment because they got a gun and a badge and they know that nothing can really happen to them. And this puts it on a pedestal here that there can be consequences. So I really hope something comes out of this that the police officer gets a murder charge and he faces the law just like any other person. Because if it was me or you, we would have been arrested on the spot. So I feel like there's still room there for Tupac's message to really give us insight on much of the bullshit that we're going to go through for years to come. But like I was saying, I don't feel like there's another hip-hop artist that has that type of leadership qualities that have that insight that Tupac did. It's such a shame that we don't have him around to give us an idea of what we should do and how we can correct the situation and how we can come together. You know, we have Jay-Z, we have Diddy with these mega social platforms. But they don't really tell us how we can correct this and what we can do next. So for me, I'm always going to look for Tupac's music. I'm always going to listen to his music. I'm always going to gain an understanding from his music. And it's just so amazing to me that so many are still coming across his music, still hearing it in whatever form it is, remix form. You know, I make songs for fun. I never really envisioned being a big YouTuber on here. I just make songs just to hear it. You know, just hear Tubox over a different type of beats. Oh, wow new outcast beat oh wow new akon song i wonder what Tupac would sound like on that song and that was this thing running through my mind as a young 18 19 20 year old kid making songs out of his bedroom in his dorm room i would make these songs put them up there for fun and people just started hitting me up wanting more and more content and it was just so crazy because i never really expected anything like that and then to see how people were affected on the same level as i was affected as a young kid being introduced to 2box music, getting through the passing of my sister, through 2box music, to see them also being able to get off drugs and also gain an understanding was really amazing and a blessing in its own right for me. So yeah, some of my songs got people off drugs. My song was able to help them get over a passing of somebody. I got a song synced to a baby's heartbeat that passed away. I'm not really sure if they were stillborn or not, But I got a message from the doctor that was handling that. And that was so mind-blowing to me. also got a message from a nine-year-old girl that was being bullied. And she found my song, the remix of Life Goes On, called If I Die Young. And really inspired her and helped her to push on and keep her head up. Now, you know, it's kind of great that things like this happens. But would all these people be introduced to the originals much like I was? I don't think so. Because I feel like remixes can open that door and allow new generations to come in and be exposed to Tupac's message and catalog. Even though it's remix, new beat, and layout may be different or a custom hook that I created, they're still getting the overall message and they may be exposed to the original catalog due to that. So yeah, I'm a big fan of the way that Tupac made the music and the original form that he made it in. However, if a song come out in original form or remix form, it doesn't really matter. If it can help somebody on this planet in a better way, then that's truly a beautiful thing. And it makes it all worth it. So when I say that we need Tupac more than ever, yeah, we do. We need to listen to his original work. We need to listen to whatever song they put out there. But anyways, guys, stay safe out there. I know this is a long one. I don't know how long it's going to be when I do my post-production or whatever. But I'm glad that you guys made it this far. Be sure to check me out on Twitch and my Patreon, as well as my YouTube channel memberships. All that shit helps me keep going. Keep putting that shit out there for you guys. This is DJ Scanlon signing out. Peace out.